Welcome back to another episode of Healing Better with Full Circle. I'm your host, Sasha, and today I'm joined with the one and only Genevieve Zizzo. She's the owner of Full Circle Health Network, and also she's an osteopathic practitioner herself, and I'm just so excited to get into it. I have a lot of questions about the origin of Full Circle and how it came to be, because it's a 12-year-old business as of 2022, and there's just a lot that has gone into it, of course, and it's still just such a young business, and I just really want to get in there and ask her all the questions. Hi, Sasha. Thank you for having me. I'm Genevieve. Uh, Yeah, I... I'm a manual osteopathic practitioner by trade, um, but I have owned Full Circle for 12 years now this summer, uh, and it has been a total blast. So I'm excited to talk to you all about that journey and what that's looked like and yeah, really dive into that today. When did you think like, I want to do this for myself, like I don't want to work for anyone else, like I want this to be like my own thing and I want to open up something for myself? Um, you know, it's, it's funny because I don't know if I actually had that moment too much. Um, I had just finished, uh, my diploma in massage therapy. So I got a diploma in massage therapy and I just finished my first year of osteopathy. Uh, so I was 23 years old at this time. And, um, my boyfriend who is now my husband, um, got, accepted to Queens uh, for a professional program. So we were moving from the city of Waterloo to uh, to Kingston. And I just started browsing in terms of like what was available, what options were here in Kingston in terms of working. And one of my, um, one of my mentors, one of my osteopathic mentors said, Jen, why, why don't you just open up your own business like you you don't need to work for someone else you can you can do your own thing and honestly up until that point it had never even occurred to me that that was possible that I could just do that and then when I thought about it I was like oh yeah I mean I guess I could just rent a space and do my own advertising and yeah I could totally see myself doing that and it just kind of happened that way. So I then I switched from looking at clinics to what was available in the real estate market. And there was a sweet little location on Brock Street. And uh, I got more information on it. And it just seemed like the perfect fit. So within a matter of a couple months, I started the clinic uh, just from someone suggesting, hey, do you think you can do this? And me just accepting my own personal challenge to do it. Cool. I didn't know it was that fast. Yeah. I think I started the, I started thinking about this in like February or March and the clinic was open by uh, July and August. Our opening was in August of 2010. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> so like August is the the birthday. August, yep, the beginning of August cool. is the the birth of Full Circle. Also, so. your birthday's in August. Yeah, I know. So I've got a little Leo business <laughs> <laughs> with all the fire of a Leo. <laughs> um, was it always Full Circle as the name? Yeah, it was. Oh. Um, I, originally, you know. The name actually came from a business plan that I had to do in massage therapy college. Um, we had to make a business plan and I had always had this vision of having a multidisciplinary clinic. I really 
found there was so much wisdom in alternative and uh, complementary medicines that I knew that that's what I wanted to be surrounded by. And uh, that's what I wanted to learn from. And I knew that I could only do so much of that. So I knew right from the get go that I wanted a center that wasn't just attached to me or my profession or exactly what I did. I wanted it to be um, an open opportunity so that um, the business could grow and uh, take on different healing modalities and expand how we could support people because um, I know that there's not always one route to wellness and and wanting to just surround myself and immerse myself in um, in these holistic uh, types of treatment and care. Um, so that is um, why I, I have the name Full Circle Health Network is I really wanted to create a, um, a business that was uh, going to be able to support people not just through one modality, but through a way of thinking, through a way of um, understanding bodies and understanding the healing process from a bunch of different diverse angles. And when I had to make a decision on what I was going to name the business, because obviously this happened rather quickly, um, (laughs) I was like, well, you know what? Like I could lament over and over and over about finding the most perfect name. Or, I mean, I already thought I had kind of a cool name from that business plan that I had made. So I was like, you know what? Let's just go with it and see what happens. Yeah, and you can always change it if you hate it. Exactly. You can change it if you hate it. So, um, so at that point, it was more important to make a decision than find perfection, um, which is a really great approach or else I'm pretty sure I'd get nothing done if I waited for perfection. Um, so um, I went with it and here we are 12 years later. That's so crazy. So you, you said you were on Brock Street before? Yes, we were on Brock Street. We're right across from Hotel Zoo Hospital uh, in a tiny little 600 square foot office. I had two small little offices and a tiny little reception area and waiting area. So um, it was definitely um, a humble beginning, but um, it was it was the perfect place for me to start learning and start growing and start experiencing mm-hmm. what was possible. So you moved from Brock Street to Full Circle, where we are now in the Woolen Mill, just for expansion purposes? Yeah, so at the time, I was, um, I I had four people working out of my small little two office Mm -hmm. space, so I was running out of space, and um, I also met um, another wonderful woman um, who had a business in the Woolen Mill, and um, she also had a wellness center, and we uh, we basically um, connected and talked about merging our two clinics together. So her and I um, brought our two businesses together and made this space that is now full circle. Um, she had to leave the business for some um, for some family reasons, but um, I think she's moved out west now and doing wonderful things and. Yeah, I have nothing but love for her and mm. for the gift that uh, this this business brought to me in my life. Um, even though it's been fraught with all kinds of interesting changes and challenges, um, but that's how we got started here in, in at this location in the Bulimo. That's cool. That's cool history to have something like so new in some place that is so old and like has so much history in it, and now you get to be like 
part of that history too. Oh, it's so crazy. I do know that uh, Ministry of Health was in here at some point. Oh. I think they were like the ones right before us, Ministry of Health. So, oh. um, so yeah, we really got to make it our own as well. So all the walls, all the rooms that was set up and and designed by us and a, and a team of, of very talented people and yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it came together really beautifully at the end. Yeah, it looks really nice. And people are always commenting on, like, the character that it still has. Like, you can tell that it's new, but you can still also tell that it's exactly how it was with the floors and everything. My favorite feature is the ceilings, actually. It was the yeah. first thing I noticed and the first thing I loved about coming in here because my patients come in and they lie down on the table and they look yeah. up at the ceiling and... You know, I knew that no matter where I was, I wanted something beautiful for people to look at. I think it helps with relaxation. I think it just, you know, it's it, it just helps with the whole experience. And I didn't want anyone looking up at dingy, yeah. like ceiling tiles. <laughs> I got to admit, my old my old office. It ended up it had new tiles at the beginning, and then by the end, the the there was a a few leaks over the years. So it was a relief to not have. Um, that overhead anymore. <laughs> yeah. How did you come up with the values that we have? So it's integrity, holistic care, accountability, authentic connection, empowered living, and successful attitude. How did you come up with those ones being the most important? A big part of it is just like this feels like what we need to stand by. And over the years in owning a business, you know, I came into this without any business training or any previous knowledge of how to run a business. I was only 23, I was at school. And I had a lot of learning to do. I had a lot of growth to do. And I still have a lot of learning and I still have a lot of growth to do. And uh, as I delved into how can I be a better leader? How can I be a better business owner? How can I impart the feelings that I want people to experience when they are here. Um, I learned through mentors and, and attending seminars that values were really important to that. And, and I think that was the biggest thing about, and it is the biggest thing about this clinic is I really want it to feel a certain way. I want it to feel safe for everyone who comes through the door. I want it to feel comfortable. I want people to feel loved and accepted right from the moment they step through, our, right from the moment they get onto our website. Um, but from the moment you step into the door that you're in a place where like people care about you and people are a part of this journey with you because that's what we are. We're social beings and we learn and grow with other people. And having the values is an integral part of that because we do everything by our values. We hire by our values. We fire by our values. We, we make sure that they are being lived out by who we have as part of our team and is a benchmark to ensure that we are doing the best that we can. Um, that we are, yeah, that we are doing the very best that we can, that we are acting in integrity at every moment that we can, um, and that we are stepping up to the plate to create that environment, that it's a practice. It's not just words on the wall. It's something that we actually embody because that is how we have healthy staff members. That is how we have a healthy community and, um, the more I've learned and the more I've implemented values, 
um, the greater um, that feeling has um, become in the space. And I can see it. I can see it in how the staff are and how our our patients are and how people interact in this space. Um, so I feel like the values were also a fundamental piece of um, of making the business what it is today. Um, there was a lot of trial and error to get here, but um, they are the underpinnings of the feelings that we want to impart and, and the motivations that we want for um, our... Uh, our vision for our community and and for the people we serve and and I think it really encompasses that like the healing is it, it takes two people to do that I mean we provide a level of expertise in areas that we are trained in whether it's osteopathy or acupuncture or any of our other services um, but knowing that the healing is also within the person coming in and we work together as a team. So it's important that we embody our values because I think those values are really integral to the healing process, Mm -hmm. to understanding the body, to meeting your body with the compassion that it needs for healing. Because if we're just mad at our bodies, if we're just mad at our situations, that we're not getting exactly what we want, um, and that's not going to be supportive. That's not going to initiate change. So um, part of making the clinic is about making a space that is going to work for both the practitioner Mm -hmm. and the patient so that they can be a part of the healing process here, but then leave and take that with them when, when they walk out the door. You kind of mentioned going through like trial and error and stuff. Is there a specific thing that sticks out in your mind? Anything that was like the most rewarding like failure or mistake or something like that that you learned from uh well i mean i feel like i've had many many challenging lessons over the years um a lot of that around my own leadership Mm -hmm. um and a lot of that was about me figuring myself out was about me figuring out what was important to me and figuring out how to better my own mindset how to better my own communication skills there was a number of instances in my career where I feel like my communication skills could have been very different and it would have led, would have led to some very different outcomes. Um, but I, you know, I accept all the shifts and changes that have happened. Um, one of the biggest shifts, though, for us was COVID. Um, being shut down uh, initially um, at, at the very first lockdown and then, like, the continued changes the shifting the pivoting um it really forced me to look critically at the business it really forced me to start thinking outside the box and being like okay what do i want to create how how do i make this better because it was at the COVID happened in our 10th year and i remember it was our 10th anniversary rolling around and we had just come out of a lockdown And I thought to myself, like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't want the running of this business to be the same as the first 10 years. Like, I don't I don't I don't want to repeat what happened in the last decade. I need to move forward differently. And I I went headfirst into, all right, what do I need to do? What needs to change? And that meant, you know, literally like rebuilding 
everything from the ground up, from our systems, our processes to um, even just just our, our our whole system of how we hire people and and who we bring on and how we recruit and what services we're looking for. Like all of that completely shifted and, and COVID was a really big catalyst for that. So as challenging as the last two years have been, I have never been more joyful, passionate, and grateful for this business as I am today in this moment, in this time. Um, And that is something that has just continued to compound and build over the past two years, even though, you know, the the challenges kept coming um, with more lockdowns, with more restrictions, with trying to meet everybody's needs as best as we could. I think also just like sliding into who we are and how we do things unapologetically, you know, even if other people might think the things we might do or say might be a little weird or might be different or it's not how it's normally done. I had to get rid of all of those fears and just move forward in something that felt good and and I know I'm on the right track because it continues to feel good, even when it's hard, even when difficult decisions need to be made, mm-hmm. even when things are not easy, like it still feels good and running it based off of how it feels on how other people feel when they're here on how our staff feels. That is, that is really the biggest shift that um, I've had. And you have to also be like proud of yourself too. Like it would have been so easy just to be like, that's it. I'm done. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I'm sure you probably definitely had those moments too because those moments have a hundred percent happened. hundred percent have happened. Yes. Yeah. So you have to feel really proud of yourself too, because like, it's also, it's hard to have your own business. And especially when that's happening in like such a momentous time in like the business's life as well. And just, it impacts everyone, especially as like a health clinic kind of like, I couldn't imagine like being a business owner at that time. Because obviously it hits everyone, just regardless of if you're a hundred year old business or three year old business, like Yeah, because behind every business, especially small businesses, are human beings, right? Like, you know, this this business has forced me to become a better human being in my own personal life and to figure out how to move more gracefully and and with more kindness and with more compassion for other people, but also for myself. Um, and it's, it's something I'm always trying to work on and get better at. Um, it's, it's just a journey really that I'm really grateful to be on, but can sometimes, um, really just push me far beyond any comfort zone I ever would have stayed in on my own. Um, and I am so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that experience. I'm so grateful that the hard stuff makes me be better, mm-hmm. like in all areas of my life. Yeah. And I think it's also, it also speaks to how important it is to have those values. Cause like you have kind of a grounding area. Cause like these are still the things that we want to focus on regardless of the world imploding. And I think it probably just also helps to to focus on those too. It kind of gives you a little bit of a, a guiding area when everything was so uncertain and still kind of is. I feel like 
yeah, it was probably just so hard. I can't even wrap my brain. <laughs> There's a lot of pivoting. There's also a lot of crying. I yeah. cried a lot. I cried a lot in 2020. I'm not going to lie. Okay, I think we all did. <laughs> a lot of crying. But you know what? Like, and then you can't cry anymore. Mm-hmm. Then you're you're like, okay, this, this is what this is. So my option is to keep crying and to keep, you know feeling like this is happening to me or it can be happening for me. So what am I, what is, what is here for me to learn? What do I need to experience? What, what is it that I need to grow from in this instant? Mm-hmm. Maybe not despite all the challenges or maybe because of them, like what's your favorite thing about being a business owner? Mm-hmm. I think the thing I love the most about being a business owner is it allows me to be creative in terms of what I want to see in the world and how can I do it better. It challenges me to think about how can I make things better, not just for myself and my own life, but for everyone around me. How can I make things better for patients? How can I make things better for my staff? How can I make things better for community? And, and because I own a business, like, I can do that. I I can, I can make the decisions that need to be made to change things. Um, I love that I can stay within my integrity at all times because I am not beholden to anyone else. I, you know, I, I get to make the hard calls and know that this is the right decision because I've checked in with myself. I spent the time, I've journaled, I've meditated, I did all the things to to make sure that I am on the right track and that things, again, feel good. Mm-hmm. They're in alignment with who I am. So running my own business helps me stay aligned as a person. Um, it challenges my alignment to see, okay, am I still really here? Or do I need to consider this? Do I need to move in this different direction to continue to be on my path of alignment? And even though that can be a really scary place to be, um, it it still allows me to it, to continue to grow, mm-hmm. and that I think is is the best part. And and I love that. I really love that. I get to you know bring my puppy to work if I want to bring my puppy to work. I don't have to ask anybody. I also love that too. Um, and, and finding, you know, the, the autonomy for me to be aligned in all areas of my life. Um, and, and not having someone else telling me how I have to do it. Um, it gives me that freedom. Mm-hmm. So since being a business owner for like 12 years now, um, could you imagine yourself doing anything else that wasn't either being a business owner or being like in, like osteo and would you do anything else if you think like this is just where you're supposed to be you know i feel very much that i was called into the healing world like just from my early childhood experiences to my interests to what i was good at um so i very much believe that um i am not here by mistake um of course i could i mean there's other things i absolutely love and adore but I could certainly see myself doing, but I feel very much that the path has led me in this direction and 
I can grow anything I want Mm -hmm. out of this. Yeah. Because it's in alignment with me and it's in alignment with the values that I feel are integral um, to a healthy business and a healthy community. And um, I recognize that it doesn't really matter it wouldn't have mattered if I had like an interior design business or whether I was um you know uh, owned a engineering firm or whatever it was um the the feelings the values the alignment I think would all be similar so it doesn't really matter the the what of what I'm doing is all about the how I'm doing it and that's just a different way of of looking at it, I guess. And that's why, sure, there's plenty. I'm so interested in so many things and I would love to do everything all the time. But um, also grounding in that that creativity, that um, love of other areas. Like I love design, I love architecture, I love all kinds of things in this world. Um, but how can I bring that in to the healing realm? How can I bring those pieces in to make this the ultimate experience, the ultimate expression of who I am and what this business could possibly be? Um, and how, how can I grow that? So that's kind of where I put my energy instead of like, what else could I have done? Although I feel like there's many things I could have done. I feel like if, if for people who believe in fates or destinies, like I really truly believe that everything that has happened up until now has happened for a reason mm-hmm. for myself in my own personal life. Um, and it has led me on this path because this is where I think I am most powerful. I am most effective. Um, and I have the most gifts to give from this area of myself. Mm-hmm. And so with all of that, we've, made it 12 years and you learned all the things and gone through like the world freaking out and not knowing what to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's next for full circle for the next 10, 12 years? Oh, you know what? At the, we are at a really exciting time because like, I feel like we are just, we're, we're just about to hit our stride in terms of growing and creating really what the last two years has been is, is, um, sorting out some of the, the clinical pieces that I needed to get more stabilized before I could really think of, you know, creatively of what's next, what's, what, what's our next step. Um, some, some places I think people might see a bit more of us is, um, we're looking to expand more, um, to make our services and our knowledge base a lot more accessible um, in an online format so that if we're ever in a situation where people can't be with us physically like they were for many, many months throughout the last two years, that there will be options, that there will be opportunities um, for people to still be able to take care of themselves, for still get that that half of the healing that we bring when somebody comes in looking for, for healing, that we can at least impart some of that for them um, from a distance um, we don't have to physically be there with them. So that, that's going to be a component. Um, so that's something we're looking to grow, but also more community based, um, events, um, retreats, um, experiences 
I'm all about experiences because I think that that is what brings us richness in our life. Mm-hmm. That is why I try and make my business an experience for people when they come in. And I want to start doing that in more concentrated formats um, that will allow people to um, consider and grow their own healing um, in, in, in beautiful containers that, that can hold space for more than just, you know, an osteo treatment or, you know, some acupuncture needles. We, we, I want to go beyond that yeah. um, and, and make it a whole experience. So um, that is that is where we are headed and uh, making health and, and the holistic world easier to navigate and empowering people to know that, like, the healing comes from them. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what we do here is only part of the healing process. But the, the magic, we are not magic, we have skills, we have experience, we're great at recognizing patterns that we see in people um, because we see so many people in a day. So we can be excellent at those things. But the real the real magic is, you know, the infinitesimal amount of physiological responses that your body is making at a moment's notice, um, how your body is responding to a situation to an experience and that that is real magic that is mm-hmm. where the real healing happens so um my job is how can we take the our part here and empower our patients to experience that healing on their own mm-hmm. and we've seen it happen like lots especially <laughs> recently i don't know what's going on i think it's just everything like opening up again and summer happening you get to go outside and there's sun and events are back up and then just people are just healing in more ways than one as like a community too and I think that also is just like really propelling things for like a really nice positive direction for the first time in a couple years yeah well and and it's time it's time for the healing right like there's been a lot of heavy energy it's been it's been a rough two years for 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 many of us many of us have had unspeakable challenges for all sorts of reasons um our relationships have been you know challenged our 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 families have been challenged our communities have been challenged and and i i see the last two years as the foundation for how do we do this better mm-hmm. how do we support more what what can we do to remind everyone that like they are the magic mm-hmm. they are the healing because once people are, are are in a place of balance and i want to talk about healing and like not we're, we're not just magically healed in like a second like or like you know we were ill and now we are healed and fully yeah. healed like healing is a state of being it's being in a state of healing and growth and evolution like it's not it's not some it's not like you're sick and then you're completely better like there there's that time in between and that time is is valuable and and even when we are say cured we're still healing mm-hmm. we're still healing from our feelings from our emotions we're still healing from our mindset we're still healing from experiences that were out of our control so i'm i, I just want to support the healing process that we are all living through as part of living and how can we enhance that yeah i think that it kind of also just goes to show like that's 
the direction that Full Circle is going to go in no matter what, regardless of whether we just stay doing what we've been doing or if we open up and do more is, is clearly very much planned. <laughs> and yeah, it's just nice that it's not just like another place where you go and you just like get treated and then you're like, okay, now what? Healthcare can be scary for the person who needs it because you're like, where do I go? Where do I turn? What do I do? Who do I talk to? Who do I trust? So there's a lot of places that make it a little bit scary and I feel like with your wanting of their experience to be an experience, not just like another thing on your to-do list. Yeah. That makes it a lot easier. Yeah. And I think healing can be scary because it's, depending on where and who you're with in in the medical system, Mm -hmm. the medical system or, or healing hasn't always been a safe place for a lot of people. Whether they were judged based off their bodies or their circumstances or their experiences. Where what I want to create here is a place where everyone really feels welcome. You have a body that needs your love and attention because it's the only vessel Mm -hmm. that you have to experience this earth. Whether you're happy with it or not. So you might as well be happy with it. You might as well feel connected with it. It might not always do what you want it to do. It might not always be in no pain. It might might not always look the way you want it to look or might not always act the way you want it to act. But this is the only vessel that you have to experience this life in. Mm -hmm. So how do we make it the best possible experience from here on out? Um, regardless of whatever limitation there might be, regardless of whatever diagnosis or disease or or illness or or perception we might have of our bodies, like we need to take care of the only real physical thing that we actually have that cannot be taken away from us. Yeah. In this life is this body. Yeah. So where where can we? go deeper where can we connect more where can we create more trust mm-hmm. um that's that's really what this is all about yeah i think that's all the questions i had that's a really good note to land on i think um is there anything else you wanted to add or no you know i think we got it i think we got it i i think again just i just imparting on people that like you are the magic you are the healing power. We're just here to support. We're here to guide you. We're here to tell you about the patterns we see and support you through them and help you get to wherever it is you want to go in this world with this body that you are fortunate enough to have, that we're all fortunate enough to have. Um, And we're going to keep our minds open in terms of how we can keep doing that and working hard behind the scenes to to make sure that um, we can continue to grow by offering even more opportunities for people to find more love, connection, and comfort in their own bodies. Mm -hmm. I'm really excited for where this is all going, so. Um, Ditto! Yeah, so it'll be really exciting to come back in like a year, do another one of these, and be like, what's changed in the last year? It's like, well, all these hundreds of things. Um, So yeah, thanks for joining me today. Learning, having me learn more about the origin story of Full Circle because I feel like a lot of people would love to know and I don't have answers <laughs> <laughs> until today. Oh, well, hopefully, these are the answers you're looking for. <laughs> of course. So, yeah, thanks for joining me. And um, um, of course, we'll obviously have you back for the podcast another time. Oh, I'll, I'll get to be on this again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'll think about it. Fabulous. <laughs> oh, well, thank you.
thanks, Jen. Awesome. Thank you, Sasha. We'll talk soon. There you have it, folks. That was Genevieve Zizzo and the origin story of Full Circle Health Network. I'm so excited to be doing this podcast. I've been looking forward to this one since they told me that I could do the podcast. And um, now I have all the answers that I need for all the questions that I've been asked. (laughs) So I I did want to point out that if you're listening to this in June or July 2022, mark calendars for July 18th. It's a Monday and it's in a few weeks from now, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, we just want to have a customer appreciation day kind of barbecue situation. Uh, It'll just be outside in the parking lot, maybe in the grassy areas. I'm not really sure. It kind of depends on parking that day. But we want to invite anyone and everyone and your dogs, your mom, your dad, your cousins, your family, your friends, anyone. We just want to thank you all for supporting us and just being there because we wouldn't be able to do what we do without you. And um, it was kind of also just a birthday celebration kind of situation for uh, Full Circle as well, just because 12 years this summer, Full Circle has been around. And so we just want to thank everyone for the support and continued love and It's just been such a great 12 years, even though I've only been here personally for six months. (laughs) So you're invited. Mark your calendars. It'll be between 2.30 and 5.30 on July 18th, just outside of our building. It's at 4 Cataraguay Street, which is just off of Montreal. It's in the Woolen Mill building. If you need more landmarks, there's Dolce Bella Spa, Lahars College, and the River Mill are all in this building as well. As always, if you have any questions about our services or anything like that, or the barbecue, or you know, literally anything, you can reach out reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our website, email. You can call us. Just use any and all of the lines of communication. They are open, and we're ready to receive any questions, comments, concerns, or just statements. So we'll hopefully see you in a few weeks, and if not, we'll see you in the clinic when you decide to come in. And yeah, thank you so much for all of your support all this time. I think I've said this maybe in every podcast so far this season, but I will continue to because without you, we couldn't do anything like this. It's, it's all you. You're the magic. Jen said it herself. And I'm just going to leave on that because I could say thank you and goodbye all day long because I still don't really know how to end a podcast. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you again for listening and check back in in a few weeks for the next episode. Still surprised to me what it'll be, but I know it'll be good because I'm having the most fun and um, hopefully catering to the audiences. If there's anything you want to know, reach out to us in those same ways and uh, ask questions or bring up topics. I'm always looking for more things, even though I have so many ideas. So many ideas, you guys. Okay, that's it for me. I'm still learning how to end this podcast, so this is just going to be it. (laughs) I hope you have a great day and uh, make sure to drink some water, go outside, enjoy the sun whenever you can, and We'll see you next time on Healing Better with Full Circle. Thank you. Have a great one.